1: It's the beckler and shauna podcast your daily download of x 92 nights x mornings with beckler and
0: shauna a fine pair brought to you by shane homes paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side it's monday february 13th 2023 i'm beckler i'm shauna welcome to the reunited beckler and shauna piss cast. yes
1: welcome back beckler
0: back at it together after quite a few shows apart how was your trip it was fantastic. Awesome. It was. I was down in Arizona for a week. My parents spend two months out of the winter there. They just rent a little place, and then close by their place, my aunt owns a house. So we were staying with my aunt. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and it was just so relaxing. Like most of our vacations, and I think you're the same way. We try to cram as much stuff as we can into however many days we have off.
1: Yes, which is always really stupid, because as people say, then you, you basically need a vacation from your vacation.
0: You do, well, I mean, yeah. it's, the, it's, it's a fun way to do it, yes. for sure. Um, but this was the first vacation I've had in many years that was just straight relaxing. Like, nice. even I took a week off last summer, that was the last time I had a full week off uh, to renovate our house, and like, I worked way harder that week than I do when I'm at work, yeah. So that wasn't at all relaxing, necessary, but not relaxing. So this was just like a truly relaxing vacation. We Amazing. Laid yeah. by the pool, the weather was beautiful. Super Bowl was on there and Waste Management Open on, but we didn't go check any of that out. Just kind of relaxed, ate good food, had drinks, awesome. went for walks. The, yeah, it was. I'm feeling 100% recharged.
1: Excellent. Feeling
0: very good today. Uh, on the show today, we got some etymologies, some Fortune 500 businesses, something university students don't seem to be doing anymore. Uh, The mayor of Toronto resigned in disgrace. We'll talk about that. A eulogy for a big retail chain going out of business in Canada. Um, Something that I noticed that's very different in the United States, uh, particularly in Arizona, than it is here in Canada. The best spots to make out around here. Yeah. On Valentine's Day. (laughs) We'll talk about this Chinese balloon. I think I got fooled by this one. We'll see. Terry, the month nominee and a new dad badge, which we had a pretty good laugh about after your out of context clip of the show. It's kind of getting common. This when a fella can't put in a hard day's work, put in 11, 12 hours a day and then get in your truck and at least run one or two beers.
1: The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Got another dad badge for you, if I could. Please. Uh, Getting a kid's head unstuck from something.
0: Okay. who got stuck in what my, my,
1: my friend's kid got her head stuck in this this cake pan <laughs> <laughs> and, and they they got it out of there but it it took some maneuver <laughs> I was just like holy they hell They had to like, heat up the pan
0: it <laughs> expanded but what? It, like all
1: kids have this this desire to stick their heads into yeah, everything they can. You're right. Like i could probably something. get
0: my head in there. They Honestly,
1: think. yeah. You, like you always wonder, wonder what's going on in a kid's you know in a kid's head when they look at something. Like, can I get this head in that thing? Like, how do we make this? Happen?
0: Can I get all
1: this in up that? in there? Okay. And if so, mission accomplished. But then if you get stuck, you're not happy about it. So yeah. it's like kids, you, you gotta chill you out. Freak out Dad! I did it, but help me <laughs> crap Oh my god. But yeah, um oh. I mean as a kid for me it was it was the classic. It was the
0: banister. Oh, the banister is the class. the first thing that came it's to mind stupid, when you mentioned this. It's
1: the dumbest but we had a perfect like this this curved staircase and yeah. of course the rungs kind of go up. the
0: spindles. Up. I can picture them. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. picture those decorative spindles. And
1: you know, you get it down and then it kind of can lock your head in place like like you're on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever <laughs> I swear
0: this has to be like some joke amongst the people who build railings. I agree. I think the railing industry's had this joke going for a hundred years.
1: It's children hating people <laughs> that
0: we Well, space the banister, well space the spindles. About the same distance as a child's head, but
1: then they always we'll tempt them. They do. They go a little thinner, right, and then a little yeah. thicker, so that you get your head in, and then it gets thicker, and then it gets just wedged <laughs> right in there. You can get like your head, you're head not, this part, but yep. not a little lower. You're nope. right, just and then he locks start,
0: in place. Yeah! Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got to call the fire department. And <laughs> I would actually like to expand this dad badge okay, if I please, could, to, yeah. like, just dad getting things unstuck. Yeah, like I, more than once when I was when my kids were really little, I had to get something out of their noses. Yeah, one time it was oh, an M and M. Right. What else was? Noses are a huge one. Yeah, the kids just like I could probably fit this in there.
1: Yeah, noses and, <laughs> and then, heads. It's really weird. It is. Yeah, and
0: everybody does it. Every
1: every every, every damn kid. Does kid. It. Yeah, just can oh. this rock fit up my nose hole? That's a great
0: dad. Badge. And after
1: that, I'm gonna stick this head into that banister. <laughs>
0: dad. A few things. Going when we we were talking about getting actual like patches embroidered oh, for the dad badges, yeah. and this one is going to be some kid's <laughs> head it's in, a b- in a banister,
1: <laughs> Ah! screaming. Yeah, just angry, like red in the face too. The Beckler
0: and Shauna podcast. Terry of the Month nominee. Yes, could you? You and I were both sent this clip by oh friend of the my show, God. Steve. Steve, oh, this is good. This is money. This is a retroactive Terry of the Month because this happened a long time ago. It happened in the 1980s, I believe, and I don't know exactly where some. Somewhere in the south for sure mm. and they're bringing in some drinking and driving laws and wherever this is and people are not happy about it Still,
1: any attempt to restrict drinking and driving here is viewed by some as downright undemocratic
0: it's kind of getting common This when a fella can't put in a hard day's work put in 11 12 hours a day and then getting your truck and at least drink one or two beers
1: they're making it laws where you can't drink when you want to you, can't, you have to wear a seat belt when you're driving and Pretty soon we're going to be a communist
0: country. Pretty soon? That's how it goes. Uh, that's you wear how your seatbelt. Yep. Can't drink while you're driving.
1: Can't drink drive drive.
0: Overnight. It happens that quickly. <laughs> and that's why you can't let your guard down because it will happen that quickly. That young lady is right. Careful. <laughs> Careful. You know what? Oh, uh man. The first, Terry, I actually... Listen to... You've got to get a communist when a fella can't put in a hard day's work, put in 11, 12 hours a day and then get in your truck and at least run one or two beers. They're making the fact that kind of a, <laughs> he says like, true like that way true. True. And it is true. I mean... I kind of agree with Terry there. Well, you put in 11, 12 hours a day, why can't you have beer on the way home? You're not drunk.
1: We've talked about this before, how I think that you should be able to have a, a beer... One beer? ...while driving... And I think it should be okay. We've, I know. I was like, unpopular <laughs> so opinion here. But again, I'm not blowing over. And what's the difference between me in my car having one beer on the way home and me going to a pub and then getting in the car? There's not much difference. Right? As long
0: as you're not over. That's what I mean. Right? As one long as you're One beer should over.
1: be allowed. And I think I agree with Terry.
0: Also don't understand why passengers can't drink in a vehicle. I, I also As long don't as get the that. driver is, is under the legal limit. Exactly. The driver is sober. Mm-hmm. Getting your, especially you're working 12 hours a day like yes, Terry there. And totally.
1: you get your truck. I do not work 11-12 hours a day, so I don't deserve it. But no, Terry there does. Maybe yeah, that
0: should be the. If you worked eleven or more hours
1: today, you should be able to have a you, beer while you go home in your truck. In your truck.
0: In your truck. In your and if you don't agree though. with that, well then I hope you enjoy communism. <laughs> the
1: Beckler and Shauna podcast. I forgot to tell you about this Beckler, but uh, I was in the Saskatoon airport last week when I was waiting to go home, and uh, there were some people sitting beside me, and they were talking about Vancouver. And uh the one guy was just like, Yeah, I could never live there. Everything in Vancouver is moldy. I was killing my I was like, okay. So then of course I'm starting to my ears perk up a little bit. I'm like, hold on, what are they saying about Vancouver let me drop over there? These eaves here. Yeah, just, well, let me just uh settle in here and hear what you're saying about Vancouver. It was like the rain, the forest, the dampness, everything's just full of fungus. It's like it's all soft. I would pick minus forty over anything. Or or over that any day is basically That's what he was hilarious.
0: saying. hilarious. I'd rather my city be frozen solid and polished smooth by the wind. Oh
1: yeah, and ever, deal I,
0: with that dampness.
1: So funny, like every time, ta- everything like ding. He said the word soft, and then he was talking about how it was all moldy and fungusy, which of course I'd never really thought about either. It's true, and it's very yeah, just true. From the
0: the the moisture. Yes, I I really like it though. Oh I yeah, like, like I like moss. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of earthy smell. You know? You know what? Like a damp forest after a rain. You know who
1: doesn't like that? Terry. Okay. Uh, no. Terry does not like the soft moss and the fungus and everything else. No, he would. He'd rather eat rather that
0: minus 40 right in the face. Oh, he would. <laughs> yeah. The, the-, the
1: biting minus 40 and the hardness that comes with it. That's what Terry wants.
0: doesn't want none of that damp cold, that moldy cold. That moldy cold. <laughs> it's, it's a moldy cold out here.
1: I don't like the dewy, <laughs> dewy things, the soft, <laughs> dewy things. The Fettler and Shauna podcast.
0: Normally, I think you and I are pretty quick to notice when a news story just doesn't quite seem right. Yeah, totally. When there might be other forces at play. Yeah, we sniffed up. <laughs> <laughs> admittedly, though, I totally missed this one until I was listening to a podcast on the weekend and the host was kind of poking fun at it. This is, this is Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. This supposed Chinese spy balloon. Okay. Like, I before, you, before I left last week, I had it in the news, talked about it in the news, mm-hmm. and then didn't really think anything more of it and then since then there have if you if you aren't familiar there with the story there was a a a high altitude balloon that floated across north america the united states tracked it for a few days they shot it down out at sea and since then there have been three more objects shot down over canadian or american aerospace uh and the chinese said this was just a civilian weather balloon um the united states said it was a spy balloon Mm -hmm. and uh people who Know a lot about radar and that have said these the, the subsequent th- objects that have been shot down is basically because they've tuned the radar to detect smaller and slower moving objects, right? So things that they weren't paying attention to before, now they are, yeah. Hence why these things are getting shot down. But this podcast host was saying, like, really, are we not going to give China a little more credit than that? Like, this is a highly sophisticated country, arguably the most powerful country in the world, depending on how you define it, yeah. And when it comes to their spying, like they have people deep inside our organizations, they are probably watching everything we do on our devices. You know, I most of my social media uh, these days is done on a platform that's owned by the Chinese, and they're probably taking so much data off of TikTok. Yeah, right. Like they might have, they might have agents in our governments, in our amongst our elected officials. And we think that they're spying on us with a balloon, a giant ass balloon. Like, that's kind of. If I was China, I'd be insulted. Yeah, I would be insulted by that. That's very true.
1: It doesn't make a whole lot of
0: sense. It really does doesn't. It. And then they like they follow it for two days. They're like, oh, what is it? Oh, like really, <laughs> one of the most obnoxious
1: down? things you could put in the sky, right? Like it's it's like a giant freaking air balloon. And look at the stealth of that thing. Hey,
0: well, it was up pretty high. I guess it was at sixty thousand feet, and it was moving real slow. But then they, Still, go, though. They, they take, you know, F 35s <laughs> out and shoot it down after watching it for two days. Like, come on! It's like a really, yeah. So, Did you it- know
1: about China's top new technology? It's a re, <laughs> r- it's a friggin' Remax balloon that they just. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: They got their hands on a on a Uh, Sundance balloon, and now we're in big trouble. Yeah, but John lends it out to them. (laughs) Yeah, it did dominate the news cycle for a few days. Yeah, and you know it's allowed Biden and Trudeau to show that they're they're not going to be soft on China, Mm -hmm. right? They're not going to allow China to spy on us. Okay, like this host said, you can't shut TikTok down, but we can shoot that balloon down out of the sky. I can't believe that I believed it. Yeah, that's true. Like everything we were told about that. I don't know. Maybe it all is as it seems, but it just seems ridiculous, doesn't it? It does seem pretty ridiculous. China, this like (laughs) giant country, (laughs) state of the art technology, and they're coming after us with a balloon, and we're like, oh no, (laughs) they got a balloon. Better shoot it down.
1: Just some kid's birthday party balloon just floating away into the sky. Yeah, look at that. GoPro GoPro on it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway. Uh, how many uh, how many flags waving on the moon out of ten does this one get, Shauna?
1: I'm going to give us one fourteen flags waving on the moon out of ten. Go
0: higher for the i I'm embarrassed that we fell 17. for seventeen point five. Yes, yeah.
1: The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: We got lots of lots of messages about that from people who were kind of in agreement with us there and saying like they we we have the t- they probably have the technology to like re- read the book you're reading from space. Yeah. Why would they need a weather balloon? But then, friend of the show Kinder sent me this article. United States Defense News, U.S. Army floats the option of fielding high-altitude balloons. Uh, Okay. And it goes on to say that these balloons, they can stay afloat for a long time, they're very cheap to operate, and they can work as part of a larger surveillance and communications network Hmm. in a country's defense system. Okay. And they quote this, um, what was he, a lieutenant general who said that, yeah, there actually is uh, quite a use for these. So maybe we're wrong. Maybe... Maybe the Chinese are floating spy balloons over us.
1: still seems crazy, but I mean yeah, I suppose if it's cheap and
0: but it is still funny that the you know the balloon is such a big story when we know we know well we shouldn't say we know, but we suspect that China has you know they have they have spies, they've been interfering in other ways, like CSIS has said that there are these like secret Chinese police sites police stations on, in, on Canadian soil mm-hmm. there was a report that China may have funded the campaigns of 11 candidates in the last federal election there's a uh, a former Ontario Liberal cabinet Minister right now who's actually the Deputy Mayor of Markham Michael Chan who ceases apparently warned Trudeau about said this guy was tied to China somehow and it's like those aren't big stories those are just kind of like maybe it's because the balloon it, is so easy to picture well I was going to say because it's the other stories though are unproven whereas a balloon like
1: there's physical evidence There's of it, a balloon. So, yeah.
0: that China says is a weather balloon.
1: Exactly. But maybe that's why because again it's like something that you can see through the naked eye whereas other things when it's just a theory if right. well if you, there's no proof then I don't I don't believe it.
0: And it's hard to I mean maybe it's hard to picture these like clandestine networks of spies working behind the scenes yeah. you know deeply embedded in in our country where a a balloon balloon. floating over the country is pretty easy to imagine so it's a more visceral story in that Mm -hmm. sense but I mean the balloon story got a lot of play yep got a lot of play it did and with Valentine's Day coming up you know where you can get a lot of play without your neighbors hearing oh my god (laughs) Good one. Good one. Uh, <laughs> one. <laughs> in a Shane Homes paired home. Uh, they're building these homes in the new community of Midtown and Airdrie. They're also building uh, lane homes and single-family front-drive homes. It's in its final phase, though. So if you want to live in Midtown in Airdrie, you'll need to look into this sooner rather than later. Shanehomes.com. Shane Homes: the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
1: Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. It is. Are you doing anything for Valentine's Day?
0: Nope. I've yeah. been a long time ignorer of Valentine's Day and it's totally fair I think it disappoints McKenna but I never you know I set the expectations low early on I that's said good. I don't celebrate this holiday okay and I've never had to yeah so,
1: well we've talked about this before but I have a friend who celebrates Phil Collins Day instead
0: that's hilarious much
1: better way of doing it
0: yeah and why is it Phil's birthday tomorrow is there's so,
1: I forget there's something to do with Phil Collins and it's oh significance, man so.
0: and I've got a couple of Phil's records on vinyl that's yes. what we're doing tomorrow
1: they just post pictures of Phil Collins around the house and stuff for Phil Collins <laughs> Collins Day too just make it their <laughs> own thing way which, better it's way better I was thinking about this though I was like is, is there a make out spot in Calgary like growing up you take the car and there'd be places where you go and park the car and a good and spot I know nobody uses that term anymore but neckin, we're bringing neck swap and spit sucking face yeah
0: uh, you're asking the wrong guy here, Shauna. I
1: know, yeah. You know how you, little
0: making out in cars I do these days? It's fair.
1: I, this this is the thing is I didn't live here when I was in those <laughs> days either. So I'm just curious where the spot is here. I I don't actually know. Also, do kids still make out in movie theaters? Like that, that was a big thing for, for me. Did you, was that a thing for you or no? Some
0: people used to go to the movies and sit at the back, just like a neck, right? Yeah. Neck in a dark room.
1: Well, this is the thing because at home it would be like, you got to leave the lights on and keep Mm -hmm. the door open and Mm -hmm. stuff. So, you know, at home I wouldn't really be able to make out a whole bunch. So you'd go to the movie theater and do it (laughs) instead. I'm like, is this still a thing or is that long past? I'm guessing
0: it's all the spots like with a view around here, you know, like Crescent Heights Hill, Scotsman's Hill.
1: Fair. So tomorrow at, you know, seven o'clock at night, you might...
0: See some steamy vehicles up there. Go find some steamy vehicles up overlooking the. Oh, I don't know. Are the are the kids not making out these days? Oh. We've talked about all the things the kids aren't doing. I know. These I days. mean, they're is, not drinking anymore. Is necking one of them?
1: Everything else we I used to do for fun, they don't seem to do anymore. So you're right. Maybe is also a thing they don't do.
0: <laughs> the Earth is dying. There's no time for necking. We
1: just <laughs> stare at each other
0: <laughs> instead. No physical contact. Think about our impending doom. <laughs> Oh man. Oh, <laughs> that's that's too that's heavy. No. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was on vacation in Phoenix last week and yeah. one of the things on my to-do list there was to go to Costco.
1: I remember or you telling that? me that. And I'm <laughs> like, that's what you're yeah,
0: real. The, <laughs> I'm a dad real exciting stuff go want, to the
1: Costco's around the world is that where you
0: everywhere to see we go what okay. was different about Arizona Costco mm. and of course like the biggest difference is the liquor prices down there so I shot this quick video uh, and I'll throw it up on our Facebook page but it, it got 2 million views almost right away because people were so blown away by well first of all by the difference between liquor prices there and here, but it was like just Arizona Costco. Look at these liquor prices. Sixty six of vodka, twelve ninety nine. Come on. Come over here. We are getting rinsed in Canada. Look at this. Look at this here. Sixty six of spice rum. Thirteen ninety nine. How are these people now liquid up twenty four 7 all the time? Twelve ninety nine for the big, big how jug much? of vodka. So
1: I don't I, I don't buy a lot of vodka. How much would that be here?
0: Three times as much, easily, if not wow. more. Wow. Yeah. Even things like Canadian whiskey down there is half the price as here. So we make it in Canada, we export it to the United States, and it costs half as much there as it does here. How does that make any sense? Well, this
1: is a hot button issue right now, of course, because they are upping our liquor costs even more, right? Right. Yeah. Lowering
0: your recommended drinks. Mm-hmm upping the uh, liquor tax, tax, the sin tax, right? Yeah. And of course, because this was a Canada-US comparison, like most of the comments that I got on this video were about healthcare, right? We're about, well, you pay less for liquor, you guys have universal... Well, people always call it free healthcare. Right. Even ca- Canadians are like, well, we have free healthcare. It's not free. No. Stop calling it free. We pay a ton for it. Yeah. We just don't pay out of pocket like they do, right? Um, and I guess a lot of the syntax does go to healthcare in this country, which makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. But I also thought, like, don't we pay pretty high income taxes here too? A lot of that goes to It's true. To healthcare. Yeah. So I don't know. Um I'm not saying I want the American system here, but I you know, I, I obviously I like that everyone gets access here, nobody gets left out. People typically don't go bankrupt due to medical bills in Canada which is great yeah. but we just seem to be getting hammered on taxes everywhere we look and it's such a stark contrast when you're standing in you know a Costco in Arizona which looks exactly the same you're looking at a bottle of Canadian whiskey that's half the price as it is in this country
1: yeah that's nuts you know let yeah. us sit a little it's funny cause, <laughs> it's funny because yeah like I, I go to the States quite often, and I never really had thought about that because you just kind of pay it and don't pay attention. But yeah, Yeah, going
0: and it's not everywhere
1: a direct comparison. Yeah,
0: like last place I went in the United States, I think, was in New York, and it was liquor was still very expensive there, right? But in some of these states where the taxes are low,
1: Arizona, yeah, it's
0: unbelievable like three and four times as much we pay for some of our our booze here. For the exact, and people are saying, Oh, it's watered down in the states. That's another myth. Yeah, it's not watered down, it's the Kirkland brought vodka, it's exactly the same as what you buy. In a Costco, here you just pay out the ass for it in Canada. So, I don't know. And then to read all these comments about like healthcare, 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 I don't know. A lot of people still can't get in to see a doctor in this country or they die waiting for surgery. So, I don't know. I think maybe sometimes as Canadians, we are proud of our healthcare system. Little too proud maybe at times. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So
1: apparently Bed Bath and Beyond is shutting down all 54 stores across Canada, Beckler?
0: Yeah. I saw this. Did they say why? No. Struggling.
1: Just struggling, I guess, and Never they decided retail. to shut them all down. Yeah. I I wasn't a huge Bed Bath and Beyond person, but I wound up there a few times, they had some good deals and stuff. So I saw some people online that were fairly sad about the whole thing as well. The big
0: Bed Bath & Beyonders, hey?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I I thought maybe we should send them off. I mean...
0: It's what we do. Like we do. Would you like to say a few words in eulogy for Bed Bath & Beyond Mm -hmm. in Canada? Yeah.
1: We are gathered here today to remember Bed Bath & Beyond, or the BBB as the cool moms called it apparently. I have to be honest, I feel like that store only became famous because of that horrible movie Click. Do you remember that movie? We just
0: watched Click as a family. Yes. I liked Click. Did you? Okay, good. Yeah, it well, was really sad. Kate Beckinsale, stupid hot in it.
1: Well, and Adam Sandler's, but you, like the whole, I, I almost felt like Bed, Bath & Beyond bankrolled that entire movie. <laughs> like it was such a big part of the movie. Very I was just like, what? Plot, yeah. It seriously was. Anyway, regardless of how it became famous, we don't, we don't like to see stores shut down especially a store with all of your bed needs and all of your bath needs and Beckler, of course, all of your beyond needs.
0: Maybe that was their downfall. The beyond Uh, part? Focusing enough on the beyond, on the way beyond. Yes. Christopher Walken works in the back. It's true. Developing new technologies.
1: Obviously, that's what happens back there, yeah. (laughs) Beyond is just not clear enough for people. People are like, well, I don't know what beyond is, so I can't go in there. (laughs) That's weird. Anyway, ashes to ashes, feather duster to feather duster. Beckler, do you have a musical I do. tribute for her? Okay, I do. Great, great.
0: Closing time. One last call to purchase all your kitchen and bed and bath gear. <laughs> so this is a. A big story. We mentioned it in the news, but I'm actually surprised that it wasn't bigger, that we didn't hear more about over this over the weekend. Toronto Mayor John Tory's resignation.
1: Yeah, I so know.
0: He announced on the weekend that he will be... Res- I don't think he's officially resigned yet. He will be resigning after it came to light that he had an affair with a former staffer. And that's a pretty big shock, because from what I gather, Tory was a fairly well-liked mayor, and he was kind of seen as a bit of stability after the mayor he took over from, which was Rob Ford. Yeah. He was he was just reelected in October in a landslide victory, so it's kind of a bit surprising. Like it, it, the way this story went down, it seems like the Toronto Star came across this information and asked him about it, and then he just like immediately resigned and was just like, so it almost makes it seem like there's more to the story than yeah, that's weird. Like, Did you have an affair? He's like, I'm stepping down as mayor.
1: Okay. Whoa, that's pretty quick. I know. I wonder if there will be more to come with this, right? Like.
0: Also, and I mean, maybe it depends on the rules for civic employees and stuff, but it seems to me like this is between he and his wife. Yeah. Unless it was because, you know, he was the mayor and she was working under him. and But it seems like more of a personal issue than something that would interfere with his ability to run the city.
1: I mean, yeah, the fact that it comes out... Like if it's on his terms it's one thing, but people it's, it's a controversy. What it's a leak? That,
0: yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it does seem odd though. On his terms he gets out in front of it. Yeah. So, let's everyone know, "Hey, I was having an affair." That would be weird too. Yeah. Even so the press conference where he announced his resignation, I thought I found it pretty funny because he's speaking so quickly, like he's just dying up there and he's trying to get this thing over with as fast as he can. I want to update uh, Torontonians uh, on a difficult personal matter. During the pandemic, I developed a relationship with an employee in my office in a way that did not meet the standards to which I hold myself as mayor and as a family man. The relationship ended by mutual consent. He's just blasted through this, isn't he? Oh, yeah. During the course of our relationship some time ago, the employee decided to pursue employment outside City Hall and secured a job elsewhere. Half mumbling it. I recognize that permitting this relationship to develop was a serious error in judgment on my part. It came at a time when Barb, my wife of forty plus years, and I were enduring many lengthy periods apart, while I carried out my responsibilities during the pandemic. He's like, "Good afternoon, I rinsed the staffer. I wasn't supposed to. I won't be married anymore. Any questions? Okay, no, thanks. All right, bye." It sounds like, what, he sounds
1: what, like a child. You know, it sounds like a child that the parents were like, "You need to go up, and you need to apologize for that." Okay, sorry
0: for taking your toy. I'm like so sorry
1: your crayon, but it looked tasty. But trust me, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs>
0: shouldn't rinse that staff, or won't be mayor anymore. I'm so sorry. We'll be taking all yep. <laughs> The and Shauna
1: Podcast. A friend of mine is going back to school right now at uh, the UFC, and he was talking about how zero people in his class drink. He was like, when I was in school, all we did is drink. But he goes, I can't even convince people to come to the pub with me after, after class just to have a beverage. He goes, the odd person will come with me and they'll have a pop. But he was like, most of them don't drink at all wow and I was just that's like that's like
0: the stereotype of a college student is that they're always drinking and that
1: was the culture like when I went to university the culture is drinking that's like pub nights is where you meet people everything is surrounded around drinking that mm-hmm. is what you do and thinking about the fact that that is now all shifting like Frost Week the point of Frost Week is to get blackout drunk for a week and meet people that's what Frost Week was Maybe it's not the best thing. No, definitely not. <laughs> maybe uh, that's, maybe the shift isn't the worst thing in the world. No, I definitely agree with you that especially yeah, the mm. Frosh Week was it, it was too much. But yeah, I mean uh, I
0: participated in Frosh Week and didn't go to university. So we just knew there were great parties going on.
1: That's it, right? That was the, the part of Frosh Week. Yeah. But he was saying that yeah, nobody just drinks at all. And it's it's interesting because again, going from like drinking less, which I agree is the good thing. The fact that students are maybe drinking less the goal less isn't than that. to get that's, blackout drunk yes, yes that's fantastic but no drinks at all like I was shocked he mm. was just like yeah they, they don't drink at all
0: the kids these days man they're not making Hopefully. out in cars anymore they're not drinking at university Terrifying what's going me. on
1: I, like also with Frosh Week you're telling me okay that the engineers are painting their bodies entirely blue <laughs> completely sober now like, that's what you're telling me. That's, no. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
0: I have a couple Fortune 500 editions, if I could. Yes, please. Well, actually, please. one edition for sure, and then a bunch of honorable mentions that I came across in my travels down okay. to Arizona last week, so they don't qualify because... They're not here. Alright, well still though. Yeah. Okay, so this the first one is an actual Fortune five hundred edition. Uh, I I drive past this van every morning on my way to work. It's in my neighborhood, and it's Great Scott Construction. And I'm guessing His name is Scott. I would think so. I hope so. I haven't looked into it, but if not, I'd be disappointed. That would be very disappointing. But okay, great. So uh, great Scott. Great Scott. It's an old old timey expression. Um, I haven't heard that in ages no No. but that's a local business that's the fortune for the fortune 500 good Uh, here are a few that we came across in Phoenix last week when we were down there Uh, we took our kids to a store called Tyrannosaurus, and it was all about dinosaurs and fossils and stuff that's great yeah they just loved it yep Um,
1: okay
0: so Tyrannosaurus is on there fantastic we had lunch at a place called Knuckle Sandwiches it was delicious that's
1: so strange yeah okay. yeah yep. oh strange strange okay Mm-hmm. There,
0: the, there was a show the kids were watching TV down there and there was a show on PBS for, for the children called Donkey Hody and oh I it was get a donkey it. donkey donkey Hody oh good so there's a pretty good pun that's really funny a show I don't know can a show be a fortune 500 I, I, business I
1: mean it's, these are honorable mentions so we'll we'll let it go yeah
0: okay and then my aunt had a magnet on her fridge uh, she has a place down there for a place called pi faction so okay that's great
1: well thank yeah. you for the honorable mentions, honorable mentions. and the, the true one as well great scott
0: great scott construction great scott construction addition to the fortune 500 list of local businesses great puns in name. love it the Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
1: Got a couple quick etymologies for... And yeah.
0: I have your etymology music here. I'm just sleeping at the wheel. Oh, that's Give me okay. a second. Here we, here we go. Etymology okay. with Shauna. Yeah.
1: Nice. Okay. Here we, here we are. So, a couple ones. Of course, First of all, the word lieutenant, which of course means second in command. That's what lieutenant means. Um, or in lieu of the tenant. Mm. So another way to see it is Lou means place and tenant means holder. So it's kind of placeholder of the number one lieutenant. That's how we get lieutenant.
0: Do you have any idea why it's sometimes pronounced left-tenant? No. Like the left-tenant governor?
1: Nobody really knows. I, I was trying to look into that and a lot of people were like, "I no one is certain as to why you call it left-tenant. Hmm. Strange.
0: There's no F there.
1: But uh, to, there's the right, right? So then I'm like, I wonder if because of... The left hand is not quite as dominant as the right. Would it be the in, in lieu of the ten- who knows? I don't know. But That's it's still spelled.
0: Like they put an F that doesn't exist there. I know. It's kinda yes. like how people get an R out of the word kernel.
1: Yep, I know. It's very strange. Nobody knows. People are weird. That's why. Also, the word horny. So <laughs> Okay, change, change, change yeah. of speed here. Complete change of speed here. Uh that comes from the eighteenth century when a slang word for hit was having the horn. Ah. So they used to call it having the horn when you were... When you were rinsing. Doing the whole... Had boots. a bit of the horn there, hey? Heels to Jesus. You have a bit of the horn? Having the horn, yeah. So I, I think that... I quite like that. I want to bring that back. Yeah. Lots of people tomorrow are going to be having the horn, I think.
0: <laughs> for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day? Yeah. That's a good idea. Let's let's take that one back to how we used to say it. I would like to. to. It. Yes, it, please. It, it evolved to be just straight up horny? So you have the horn back last night or... A... Having the horn, hey?
1: Mm. (laughs) On Tinder, going to go have the horn. Etymology
0: with Shauna.
1: You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: Brought to you by Shane Holmes. paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side.
1: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X929, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download Daily to whatever device you use Later